Yeah, good morning, bro. Hello, friends. Bobby is John here. Uh, is that right? Straight from the Masters with the lamest Jim Nance uh, impression in history? Thank you. Thank you. I worked hard on that. Did, did you? Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad to see you're working on something. It does tell me that you've spent too much time the last two days watching uh, CBS's coverage of the golf tournament. Yes, I've watched plenty. Okay, uh, that's good. So you're way ahead of me. Uh, let me say that uh, Mr. Nance, if I can go out, come straight out of the box with a hot take, Mr. Nance is overexposed big time this time of year. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, yes. Maybe a little bit, yes. I can't remember what he was doing an ad for on the radio yesterday. And I'm like, geez, man, can they not find somebody else? I mean, yeah. But, all right. I've seen the, the Charles Barkley and... Yeah, he's, uh, he's in a couple of those, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe, you know, much to my, my happiness, it, it looks like he's going Solomon in half. Uh, in, in the one, but unfortunately, he never does. So yeah, he's allowed him to be in other commercials. So never get that. Never get to that point, do we? Never, never, never get rid of the guy. So there you go. He he's good though. In, in fairness to him, uh, he he he, call, he calls a good uh, good game. But uh, he just ca he came off last weekend uh, doing the uh, basketball tournament. Now he's doing the golf tournament, so there are an awful lot of hours we're listening to him uh, here in a short period of time. And uh, and, and then he's on uh, about, about every third commercial. Uh, so, um, yes. Uh, so there you go. There's our there's our Jim Nance love to start us off. Um, I, I think we probably ought to start with the basketball, John, and, and especially we want to talk about uh, the Obvious Brothers Bracket Challenge, which was won by Berminator, and I want you to know I'm bummed about that. Uh, and uh, I think I'm going to have to get some, uh, talk to the Berminator, get some uh, sound on him, have him on the show next week, uh, so he can explain to us how a guy who doesn't watch any basketball won uh, our, our Bracket Challenge, John. Yeah, it's like the, uh, it's like the wife that just picks team names and pulls them out of a hat and wins the bracket, right? Well, I, you know, we're going to have to find out what it is he really did. But, uh, you know, one suspects uh, that, that it isn't from watching lots of games and, uh, and a lot of in-depth analysis. So. You, don't think he, he didn't, you don't think he was breaking down a lot of tape? No, I don't, I don't think he was breaking down a lot of tape. No, that would interfere in, interfere with penguin season, so. Uh, right. there, there you go. So go, go stars, by the way. Goes for the Berminator. Okay. Uh, just yeah, you just throwing that in just to to yeah for for tweak number one eighty seven. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Berminator one. Uh, as I say, I bummed out. I, I got up Tuesday morning and looked because I knew how it was coming out. But uh, uh, it seems Yahoo uh, used the. Uh, tiebreaker to to break uh, the tie between the two of us and he had he had a closer score than i i did so by i think three points so um i'm bummed about finishing second and, and uh we'll get him his shirt uh, as soon as possible and try try and put uh, a picture of said shirt and said winner 
uh, on our Twitter account. Uh, so, so people like Sean uh, can be envious, right? That's right. That's right. All right. So, so John, uh, one of the great uh, college basketball games in the Final Four ever, Saturday night, uh, yeah. could not have asked for, for anything better than the Gonzaga-UCLA game. Uh, Gonzaga survives on, uh, if not an amazing shot, at least a, a shot, uh, well, I, I, I wasn't sure anybody thought they were really going to get a shot off. And uh, they, they ran, ran it a funky way. And uh, Suggs made uh, about a 40-footer uh, off the glass. And uh, they moved on to, to uh, Monday night. And uh, I, I've had pancakes with, with uh, more, more zap in them than they had Monday night, John. Yeah. Monday was a quite a different story, wasn't it? Yeah, I so, said, well... Was quite anticlimactic. In fact, it, it was uh, a lot like Baylor's Houston game, where they went out and ripped them up early. Uh, were up big at halftime and uh, never got away from them, did it? No, it didn't. I mean, it just—I mean, they jumped on them hard and fast, and it just—they got that huge lead, and then yeah. you know, Gonzaga clawed back a couple of times. I think they got it to single digits. Yeah, maybe once. I, I don't remember much single digits, but it, it, it was when it was twenty nine ten. I think I texted you and told you it was over. And yeah, I think I was surprised I didn't get the buttered toast emoji. Yeah, well, twenty nine ten in, in a national championship game when when you don't look like you got your stuff uh, is a big lead. What's what? Yeah, it's like the famous. Uh, Mike Tyson saying, right? I mean, you, you've always got a, a plan until somebody punches you in the mouth, and they sure got punched in the mouth. Uh, yeah, I, that that is that question of the, of the times, John. Is did they get punched in the mouth so much, or did they did they you know use so much energy Saturday night, and you know. Uh, they thought they'd won the national championship Saturday night and weren't ready, or what, what was it? Baylor just being so so good, or was it Gonzaga, you know, being flat and off their game? I, no, I don't. I mean, I think it was Baylor being that good. I mean, they're they're a good defensive team, and they came out, and I just don't think. Gonzaga expected them to play with that intense level of defense. I mean, they had 11 turnovers in the first half. I think they averaged nine turnovers a game on the year was their, and they had 11 in the first half. Right. And they scored, I think in the first half, Baylor had like 14 or 16 points or something like that in off the turnovers, which is, which was the difference in, in most of the game. So those turnovers were a huge factor, even though Baylor got into some foul trouble um, with that aggressive defense, they still managed to uh, to handle handle them pretty well. And they just couldn't really. I mean, the Zags would run their their pick and roll pretty good with Timmy, and then it was like they couldn't get him the ball for five or six minutes in the game. I mean, they, they, they Baylor, right. uh, Mr. Drew, Coach Drew had a pretty good game plan and I think he stuck to it and his kids executed it better than Mr. Fuse. Uh, 
no, no doubt in terms of execution, uh, the, the Gonzaga did not execute theirs very, very well. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know what the end stats were, but the stat I remember deep in the second half was Baylor was 10 of 18 from three, and I think Gonzaga was one for nine. And I, I yeah, don't, you don't, you don't need to know a lot more than that because that's twenty-seven points difference. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's there. There are all kinds of stats to look at, to, but uh, it was a disappointing game. And maybe, maybe we should all just appreciate how good Baylor was this year. Uh, and uh, congratulations to to Scott Drew and uh, all he's done down there. But. Uh, I really would have loved to have seen another another game like the Saturday night game, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, we all would have, but I mean, Saturday night's game was an instant classic, and I think usually, typically, after a game like that, you don't really see another yeah, you know, another performance that, yeah. that well, rivals it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, UVA uh, two years ago. I had a whole series of games like that, but yeah. uh, that's that's unusual, uh, yeah. no, no doubt. All right, so um, it, it is not clear uh, about these teams and uh, how how good they're going to be coming back next year. I think both the Baylor guards are going pro. I think uh, Kispert and I, I've heard that Suggs is going from Gonzaga. So really, he, well, they're already the preseason or the you know the early odds on favorite for yeah the, for next year though. I, I saw I saw people putting them number one for 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 next year, but you know they they had a lot of guys. They have a lot of guys. So uh, I mean, he's done a good job. Uh, he's got he's got a deep bench. So, uh, but uh, it is interesting to see. Uh, I think we're I think we're going to see something a little different next year. Uh, as a bunch of people go pro and uh, shuffling of coaches and so forth. So Shuffling of coaches, hopefully a more traditional schedule. Right. Uh, you know, things hopefully can be back to normal by, by this fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, somewhat normal anyway, yeah. So, so John, let's, uh, let's stay with basketball for a minute. Uh, the Miller brothers have not have a good uh, basketball off season. <laughs> no, not done well. No, not. no, they're both both sitting at home at this point uh, without jobs. So uh, after uh, reaching kind of the pinnacle of college basketball with two uh, Power Five jobs, uh, Sean got fired this week. Fired. Yeah, I, I think that was the word used. And um, it was interesting, John. I, I don't imagine you followed up any, but I actually read an article that the uh, athletic director wanted to give him an extension, John, and the board of regents wouldn't renew his contract. I, I did not read that. That's why would he want to extend him? Yeah, well, that there is that question, and it's not often that it's the board of regents that has the uh, the brass to uh, to say no. Yeah, that's, kind of, kind that's, of tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They definitely knew something. Yeah. Well, the, we all know something, John. John. Uh, I mean, the FBI tapes ha have him like dead in the sights. So, I guess yeah. I guess the Board of Regents has said we we know and we we want to go take the shower and be over with it, right? But, 
Yeah. So it'll yes. be be interesting. Uh, I mean, he's not in any trouble yet. But uh, when, when the investigation, if it ever, you know, yeah. uh, follows yeah. through, he may he may end up with a show cause, right? So yeah. that would uh, I I don't imagine he's going to get another gig uh, until that's all cleared up. You wouldn't think. At least not right. a, at least not a, a power five big time gig. Right. Yeah, right. I would agree. Yeah. I think I think that's where both the Miller the Miller Bros will go. I mean, they'll end up in a one of those mid major schools. Right. Working their ba- way back up, maybe. They're both fairly young, so. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not crying for them yet. So. Yeah. No, I mean either, especially when you get a thirteen million. 13. Yeah. It's thirteen million dollars. So. Yeah, it's, it's that's not bad, and you know they paid they paid Sean for the last year on his contract, so he he got th- some like three million to, to walk away with too. So um, I, I I don't even know what I would do with three million cash, John. So uh, I I'm kind of amazed at the concept. Uh, on the other hand, uh, our our man Lindor uh, negotiated his way up to what what he ended up getting three hundred forty mil, John. Yep. Wow. Yeah. There you go, John. What? Well, if only you'd have played shortstop in the big leagues, right? Yeah. If only. Yeah. If, if some butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, right? There you go. John got to work a classic into today's podcast. Everybody enjoy that. Yeah. There you go. Well done, John. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I, and by the way, uh, Sean was disappointed we didn't float our boat more in last week's episode. <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to work on that here in the next yep. few minutes yes no, so spe- well john speaking of floating your boat uh yeah masters is started and you seem to have watched uh some significant amount of jim nance so what are you thinking at this point john saturday morning justin rose uh with, with a one-stroke lead and uh lots of talk about the golf course yeah the golf course looks amazing uh, as always the greens were I mean Thursday and and yesterday were two completely different rounds I think the scoring difference is the largest or second largest difference between uh, two days in Masters history it was like a almost a scoring of nearly 75 on average on Thursday and it was uh, I think just right at maybe 72 or a little above 72 even par yesterday um the course played hard and fast on thursday i mean it was it was crazy watching those guys just hit 20 foot putts that looked like they were putting two footers i mean just playing so defensive and and they were they had no clue what to do i mean for a golf course that is the exact same golf course every year that they've been playing for the last you know, 15, 20 years, and those guys just struggling to figure out where they wanted to place the ball, how they were going to hit it, how they were going to putt it. It was, you know, they didn't want to leave themselves five-footers coming back. It, it was uh, it was something. Okay, you, you make the point about it's the same golf course every year. Well, I'll, I'll go one better. John, you know they've been there since Monday or Tuesday playing practice rounds with it 
every you know it wasn't it wasn't any less firm not much less firm anyway those days it's so it wasn't like you came in thursday and it was a shock to you you know right. you so you've, you've played practice rounds you know where the pins are going to be so i i don't i i, I yeah I, I i obviously it would kill me to try and play there but uh the uh i i'm a little surprised that more people didn't break the code and of course, Justin Rose did to the tune of 65 on Thursday, uh, and uh, went through a, you know, like what the last 11, 11 holes he ripped through them like like they were butter. So yeah. Yeah, nine under through the last 11 holes is one of the greatest I think 11 holes that's ever been played on that golf course, especially and, in those conditions. And nobody was talking about him before the tournament because he'd had back problems and hadn't played for a month. So. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing game. Uh, I don't think he's going to hold on to win, but uh, that's just me. It's just me doing the numbers in history. Uh, yeah, he, he's a he's a grinder, and like you said, history says it's unlikely. But for him to scratch out an even par yesterday after the rough start he had, I think I'm, I'm not willing to bet against him yet. Okay, well, uh, and, and but today's the day. Well, I may change my story tomorrow. Uh, okay, well, we will not have a podcast tomorrow to, to for you to change your story. We'll just have to wait till till next week when I'll mock you. Uh, in, in yeah, <laughs> but but no, I I uh, he he's a quality player. He has a major under his belt. He's finished second there twice, uh, and, and so it's not like this is unknown territory to him, which is in both a plus and a minus. He's had the first day lead four times and never won. So, uh, yeah. uh, both, both a positive and a negative, but, uh, hopefully it'll do be the traditional masters and it'll all come down to the back nine tomorrow and we'll have pop and sizzle for two, three hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some, there's some people we don't know that are in the contention. I have no idea who will. Salatoris. Okay. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, first time I've ever heard of Vern Wiesberger. Okay. Boy you know, Connors. you know, Vern Vern has made the cut every time he's played there. Is this his first time playing? No, no. I think it's like his fourth. <laughs> it's like his fourth. But yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Connors. Uh, so those are some names that typically in. If you want to talk about history, um, they will the, they will probably disappear. Yeah, they'll disappear. But there's also some good names in the in up there that uh, we got Spieth and Leishman and Masayama, who seems to play well there, no matter what his what he seems to be doing at the time. Yeah, um, I don't know if Siwoo Kim is going to putt with his three wood all day today, or if he's actually going to put a putter back in his bag. What a comedian you are! Yeah. Okay. Go move, move on. I, I thought I would have thought the big name on the board was Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Colin Marikawa, all within striking distance. I'm I, I'm sticking with Justin Justin Thomas, and, and I might take Morikawa as as a second choice, but uh, you know Justin's uh, seems to be built for majors. He's playing pretty well. Uh, and e even though I, I think I said something to you 
uh, as we were picking last week, that you don't often win the players almost. And I don't think anybody's ever won the players and the Masters the same year. But uh, it does mean you're playing well. So uh, uh, we we all, of course, worry that Jordan will explode. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's doing pretty well. And, of course, he's won there and finished second there. So he's... Uh, is he's he knows how to win there so yeah if you look at the guys in front of him you know Zalatoris and Brian Harmon who's kind of a journeyman you know he's yeah. made a lot of money never really done anything amazing um he's a fairly common name but he's not you would never consider him to be one of the you know the big guns on tour or anything like that so right you know maybe he can scratch one out but I doubt it hopefully Jordan can keep his his game together long enough to to get through the end of the round tomorrow or even maybe even today who knows um but it's it's the masters it's the it's saturday and sunday of the masters it just doesn't get any better than this okay there you go there there is john so so john uh you you know uh your 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 brother who 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 we, we won't mention by name uh plays a contest uh, with somebody uh, for money if uh, such things were, were legal, where if they have somebody miss the cut, they get to repick, John. So uh, supposing you got to repick Saturday morning now, knowing what you know, who would you be picking? I, I'd take Rose or Thomas. Yeah, okay, so Rose or, Rose or Thomas, okay. I, I think... Uh, I think those are pretty pretty safe names, knowing what we know now. Uh, right. I think I think probably I would think Spieth would be number three. I don't think anybody. I think there's enough uh, people at minus four uh, that I think you think anybody further down in minus four is going to have to really shoot around today to get themselves where they can pass everybody. They're going to move yeah. today. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see does. You know, does the top of the board, do they come back? Do they stay level? I mean, is it, what, in your opinion, what do you think the league's going to be at the end of today? Uh, what's, the, what's the score going to be? What's the weather? I it Supposedly was going rain. If it rains there today, it might be nine might be the number. They get a 62% chance of precipitation today. If it, no winds, seven miles per hour, sixty-four degrees currently. So, sounds like a good day to, to shoot a good score. I, I wouldn't doubt that nine's the number. Okay. Yeah. I think I could I could I could agree with that. Yeah. What do you think the final score is going to be tomorrow? If it does rain today, softens things, but they have the ability to dry out those greens instantly with the new system they put in. Oh, do they? Well, that's me. Yeah, they've they've got the. Uh, don't think they can technically do it during play. No. Unless play is suspended. They can't, like, turn on the blowers. But I know that they can do it before the round tomorrow. So they could they can turn on the, the blowers tomorrow and suck the, every bit of moisture out of those greens like they had on Thursday morning. Okay. I, 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 worry, I would worry less about that than I would worry about, again, the weather. Is, is it going to be windy or is it going to be calm? Because you, you know when it blows 15 miles an hour there, 
shit shit goes crazy and sideways. So yes. But uh, if the wind's not blowing, I don't doubt that it might. The the win, winner might need to shoot twelve. Okay. Yeah. That's my current call. Of course, that could if the weather is if it stays dry today and hard. Uh, and a little bit windy tomorrow. Uh, Rose is seven right now. Might look real good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The winds. I'm seeing. Uh, looks like the rain is going to be after five today, and the winds are going to be between six and fourteen miles per hour. Yeah. That's uh, that's not bad. Um. So well, fourteen. Sunday, four, four, we got gusts. Up to 20 miles per hour. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Sunday afternoon could be absolutely awesome. Yeah. So, let, let us change. I, I think we're both looking forward to us sitting in front of it for several hours tomorrow afternoon and uh, hope it's not as disappointing as the uh, national championship game. Huh, John? I would agree. Yeah. So, so John, baseball season's a weekend. Yay, baseball! Yay, how, ba- are you, uh, how are your socks doing? How are my socks? The socks are fine. Yeah, second, second place. Five hundred. Five hundred. You know, they started. They started on the road on the west coast, which is, uh, I think this. The you know the people I follow on Twitter made sure we knew that they've. They are about 33% on West Coast trips the last six years. So um, coming close to 500 on, on a West Coast trip for the White Sox is a miracle. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. And then Lynn pitched a great home opener on Thursday. and But, uh, you know, they've got injury problems all over the place. So Anderson's on with a hamstring pull. Uh, Jimenez is going to miss pretty much the whole season. Uh, you know, somebody else got hurt, you know, injuries, 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 right? So somebody's yeah, got to step up. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not unhappy with how they've started and it's not hot, but they haven't, they haven't played themselves out of it yet. Like the, uh, let's see, where are the Texans at at this point? Oh, the Texans aren't even that bad. Uh, but, um, how are the Cubs? How are the Cubs? Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Yeah. Who are the Texans? Yeah, the Cubs are one game above 500, so I guess that's good for them. I expect that number to continue to decline as the year goes goes on. They well, haven't played anybody good yet. Well, and I I think what do you mean? They played the Reds. Aren't the Reds the the team? They have not played the Reds. Oh, I thought they played the Reds the second series. No, they played the Pirates and the Brewers. Oh well, the Brewers were picked to win the division. Well, yeah, yeah. By a lot of people. Uh, so, so are you? You're surprised the Reds are six and one. Yes. Okay. I mean, are you? Are you? Are you? They've su- also played the Pirates three games. So. Wow. Well, I was going to say, are you surprised the Pirates are one and six? But I no. guess I, I guess I got the answer to that. So, how about you know down in your neck of the wood, the the Astros got off to a hot start. They're six and two. Surprising either. Not surprising either. You thought, okay, and you picked the Angels to go to the World Series. They're six and two, so that's that's a good start. Yeah. So, I I know around here they we all follow the Phillies, 
Um, at least if you watch the local news, and they're off to a good start at five and two, and and it's quite a surprise because I think a lot of people had picked them like fourth in the division. So I don't know. It's only a week, so don't get too excited. But they they're off to a good start. So rah rah. Yeah, we we've only got about 170 more games to play. So yeah, that, there you did try to do math in your head, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, so so John, they moved the All Star game. Yes, yes. Have they? Did they figure out where they're putting it yet? Yeah, they're going to Colorado. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they moved moved it to Colorado. They did. Uh, I I under, understood from the reports there were like six places jumped at the chance to to get it. So, yeah, uh, the whole. I don't know. I understand why they did it, and uh, I guess I'm okay with them doing it. But uh, you know, I like I, I saw quotes that said Stacey Abrams, for example, wasn't happy because it hurts a lot of small business people there in Atlanta who, you know, were hoping, you know, it's a, it yeah. is, is a money, like a lot of these events, like the NCAA tournament, et cetera, it's a money maker for whichever local economy it comes to. And uh, you're, uh, you, you may not be hurting the right people by, by pulling it, but, uh, and it's not like Major League Baseball to be quite so uh, cutting edge, let's say. So it's yeah, I think you know Manfred doesn't really. I, I think the guy's clueless. To be honest with you, I, I I have no issue, I guess, with the concept of moving it or the reasoning behind it. That's fine. I'm I'm 100 okay with that. I just I think the like you said. You know that's going to hurt a lot of people right. that were planning on. We're pretty much booking that to make their their living this year. Well, and, them, so. right, and and maybe get a bounce uh, after all the COVID stuff. But mm-hmm. well, I imagine there'll be people in Denver who get the bounce anyway, right? So yeah, I mean they've been skiing up there for the last four or five months, so they haven't really missed out on much up in that neck of the woods, anyway. Okay, there, there we go. John, John's uh, economic breakdown uh, on the All Star Game thing. So, all right. So we'll, we'll probably we'll be coming back to baseball regularly, John, uh, over the next uh, <laughs> 170 games or whatever. John just made it out to be <laughs> in terms of quality math. Hey, John, uh, three weeks from today is the Kentucky Derby. Okay, I just want I just wanted to put you on notice, John. Uh, today are the last two prep races, and uh, the one is at uh, uh, Oaklawn in Arkansas, the Arkansas Derby and uh, Concert Tour. John, remember that name? Concert Tour is the even money favorite. So, um, if Concert Tour wins, uh, probably will be. Uh, one of the favorites in the Derby in three weeks. Uh, three big prep races last weekend, John. Um, let, let me just start because you and I love this stuff, right? John, the uh, the race at Aqueduct, the wood, was won by a horse that was 73 to 1. Yeah, that's big spread. Big, big spread. <laughs> uh, yeah, $145 for your $2 bet uh, would kind of make you feel good about your day, right, John? Yeah. On, on the other hand, uh, you can't imagine the seventy-three to one 
shot being a big derby uh, derby day you'd be kind of <laughs> kind of crazy to, to to be be all over that one right john right yeah, yeah. Uh, on the other hand uh, uh at the at uh new orleans yeah i, I got this right uh, New Orleans uh, ran their prep race and uh, Essential Quality won, which is another one of the horses that everybody thinks is one of the favorites. It was like a three to five to win. So big favorite, ran well, looked good. So I think we're pretty much getting the shape of the field. It is interesting that uh, a couple horses uh, that did not beat essential quality there in New Orleans. Their, their people announced that they would not, even though they had Derby points, would not be running in the Derby. So, uh, yeah. Uh, on, on the other hand, uh, in the Santa Anita Derby last uh, uh, Saturday, the, other, the California prep race, which has had a lot of Derby winners in the last 10 years, a horse that never run on dirt won. And... Uh, was it named Rock My World? I think is is the horse's name, and uh, it, it did. It rocked everybody's world because uh, it was two and zero on the on the turf, and moved over onto the dirt and won. Uh, looked pretty good, but then you know we'll all be scratching our heads in three weeks, John, saying, "Well, is that the real deal, or what the what the f is that uh, with the horse?" Yeah, uh, so. You know, this is this is horse racing. It's fun. Uh, you know, you get a, a tremendous long shot making, you know, some crazy person a bunch of money, and you get uh, a, a dead-on favorite proves it deserved to be, and then you get kind of a horse that, you know, and, and you just scratch your head and figure out how it fits into next. But uh, as I, I heard them say about Rock My World that the uh, people who owned them all along just wanted, wanted to take a shot in the Santa Anita to get enough points to go to the Derby. They just wanted to go because, you know, as you know, your sister and I, when we walk, we talk and, and you talk about, you know, that's a once in a lifetime experience to be in the owner's box at the Derby. Right, John? So, you know, you got a horse that, you know, if it finishes 20th, you'll still have had quite an experience. Right, John? So, a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So you can't blame people for, you know, if you've got that kind of horse, you've made that kind of investment, uh, taking your shot. And, uh, thing is we've got to figure out three weeks from today, which ones are taking their shot and which ones can really win. Right, John? Correct. Yeah. All right. Cause John, John and, and Swerve and I are going to end up winning one of these, one of these days and retiring. Right, John? Sure. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. There you go. All right. That's my man, John. So there is our horse racing. Uh, and uh, I think we can all look forward to next week. Maybe we'll have Berminator on and, and we'll get an NHL preview. Uh, right, John? There we go. There we go. We couldn't. couldn't yeah. All right. So you got anything else, John? No. I think we've covered most of the uh, So. Game. So, John, you, you, you've got company. Uh, so does that mean no tea times or more tea times? So you're you're hoping to be back to see most of the uh, the masters then? Yep, and if whatever we miss, we can watch on the replay. Can you? Okay. Well, who knew? Yeah. There's John. John uh, plugging it up there, right, John? Yeah. Right. That's right. 
That's right. Okay, John. Well, we've, we've done it again, people. We've killed more than a half an hour of your life that you'll never get back. So uh, you, you, you're you welcome. And uh, John, you have a great week. Enjoy the Masters. Uh, I would try and play the music at the beginning and the end, but the last time I got clever uh, on uh, uh, Anchor.fm, uh, it didn't really post the, the podcast, John. I had to repost it. So uh, I, I'm not going to get clever. I'm just going to go tink, 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 tink. And act like that was the uh, the the uh, master's music, uh, John. Okay, perfect. Okay, all right. Have a good one, bro. All right, you too, bro. Bye.